I banish thee from Salem <gasps> forever. They were right to fear thee. Magic has a way of uniting. Happy 16th birthday, child. I have a gift for my favorite customers. Legend has it, it's on the 16th birthday that a witch gets her powers. Candle. We have to get out of here. The witch will be here any second. Ah! The, the book is alive. He woke up. <gasps> if we intend to live past sunrise, we have to steal their souls. Whoa, 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 wait. Can we talk about this? No. <laughs> we must fly. <laughs> we run a Not to freak out, the eventual maniac obsessed with getting revenge on Salem sounds very bad for Salem. Maybe we should get some salt. Why? So we taste better when they eat us? Six feet under. Stop! I am a good zombie. Hits 106 KHQ. Tetherwoods here on another podcast movie review. Hocus Pocus 2. Currently out on Disney Plus. We got returning cast Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, Kathy Najimy, and uh, Doug Jones. But what's a Hocus Pocus movie without some teens to thwart their plans? You got Whitney Peak, Melissa Escobedo. Uh, Lilia Buckingham, also starring Sam Richardson, and you got Tony Hale in the cast. Wow. David Kirshner is also back with the Hocus Pocus franchise. He's the one who wrote the story for the first film, uh, but this time around, uh, he does have credits of the story of this film, but is also executive producer, and the director is Michigan's own Ann Fletcher. All right, got some Michigan representation here. But first, before we begin, I mean, whenever you're covering a, a movie that is back, that is a long-awaited sequel, I mean, my gosh, it's almost been 30 years since the first Hocus Pocus film. Yeah, I was in, like, what, kindergarten, first grade when this film came out? So here's a retrospective. So, yeah, I, I remember the TV spots, uh, the trailers that you would get on your Disney VHS tapes. Um, but I don't think I ever saw it in theaters because, meh. Around that time, there were other things to get into, like, you know, uh, Batman, the animated series, and X-Men. And, of course, let's not also forget... It's Morphin' Time! Dragon Sword! Mastodon! Pterodactyl! Triceratops! Saber-Tooth Tiger! Tyrannosaurus! Yeah! Power Rangers! Yeah! I mean, it was, it was tough! It was tough to compete with uh, getting a big box office hit. So, I mean, it's no wonder why, I mean, this film didn't do too well at the box office. It ended up costing Disney around, like, what, six and a half million dollars. So, yeah, definitely a sequel was completely out of the question. Mickey Mouse is just like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, you want to see? That was not going to happen. Get out of my office. 
But, I mean, they never got rid of it. They kept it around. In fact, uh, eventually, they decided to just start running it annually around the Halloween season. And, yeah, that's when it started to actually uh, pick up, you know, as a, uh, a small cult following, which then started to become an even larger cult following. And if you were, like, say, a teenager or a young adult shopping around the Hot Topic, FYE, maybe a Spencer's Gift, you, you would see Hocus Pocus uh, memorabilia just right there. And then that nostalgia just started, you know, coming back around like, oh, yeah, Hocus Pocus, I put a spell on you, yeah. Okay, so I guess it's time to come clean. Uh, I mean, I'm not really a Hocus Pocus fan. And I'm not saying I don't see why you like it. I do, yeah. Everybody's got their likes and interests. Like, I'm probably going to blow your minds with this fact about me, okay? This is about as personal as I'm going to get on this podcast episode. May resurface. Who knows? But uh, I like the Highlander films. And I think everybody is wrong about the second Highlander film, The Quickening. How it's 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. You are so wrong about that. It's a masterpiece. It's not trash. All right. You don't even know our Anyway, enough fooling around. So here we are, Hocus Pocus 2. Yes, the Sanderson sisters are back at Discount Palpatine style. Yeah, there's another candle that brings them back because uh, we're introduced to some origins, though, in the uh, beginning moments of the film, how the Sanderson sisters became witches, how they were casted out of Salem to begin with. Um, It's a very weak Maleficent take. It's, 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 it's not their fault they became evil. Well, at the same time, yeah, they've, they've always been bad apples. Well, I mean, Winifred, though. Uh, the other two sisters, I mean, they just tag along and just follow, you know, her because she's the bigger sister. It, it's hit and miss. But what I love about it is the accurate portrayal of uh, the young Sanderson sisters, which are played by, um, oh, I had them right here, Taylor Henderson, uh, Nina Kitchen, and uh, Juju Journey Brenner. They got their roles down, and I don't even know why we didn't even do, like, an origin film of Hocus Pocus just to test to see if it would get well-received. Why not go there? Maybe they will. But, no, I mean, we got to get to this fish-out-of-water style, which is what Hocus Pocus is mainly all about. What happens if three witches came back into modern-day Salem in the 90s? I mean, that was pretty much the whole gag of the film. Now, what about today's world? in the 2020s 30 years later i mean not much really has changed but before they get resurrected by this new candle here uh we meet our three uh friends who are into the uh occult as just somewhat as a fun hobby um however their performance when it comes to chemistry it's pretty much uh i wouldn't say phoned in it's just you say that, I react this way, you react that way, and then you say this. And they're not always together. They they don't come together to stop the Sanderson sisters until like the final half of the film. And that made it difficult for me to actually care about these characters. Now, especially before they're given this new candle by Sam Richardson's character who owns the Sanderson's cabin, to turn it into like, you know, a shop of oddities slash museum of the Sanderson sisters. Uh, he gives uh, the teen friends what is called, like, you know, a fake candle, but turns out to be a brand new candle that revives the witches and resurrects Billy the zombie. And I actually like 
the two of them together, Doug Jones and uh, Sam Richardson, they're great. I got nothing to complain about them, except I just wanted more of them. These guys, just Nets, but you can actually feel the friendship developing here, unlike our teen heroes here. Now, what about the Sanderson sisters? Ah, yeah. Uh, boy, they haven't lost their goofiness at all. But they be dumber than the first film and more gullible, too. But there is a pinch of uh, character development. But I say a pinch because, I mean, he keeps bringing up how, you know, awful they were treated. We we never knew how bad the, the witch trials, the witch hunts were. While at the same time, it's already established in Hocus Pocus that they have done many atrocities, by the way, to kids. What happens in the opening of the first film? Anybody remember? Anybody remember? What happens in the opening of the first film? Don't say the kid got turned into a cat. No, because something else happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know exactly where I'm going with that. They drained a little girl's life energy to make them younger. Kid gone! Then they turned that NCIS uh, character, what, what's his name, McGee, into a, into a cat. They don't watch as they did that awful thing to that little girl in the opening of the first movie. Disney, a family company. Also, let's continue rubbing salt in this room. We finally get the actual story of Billy the zombie in the relationship with uh, Winifred. She's just bad, nasty, evil. You're telling me that all these witches have feelings? No. But throughout the movie, I mean, they are funny. There are some mild humor uh, jokes and funny moments. They got a few chuckles out of me, but a lot of nonsense. Like with Tony Hale's character, the mayor, there's this bit about getting a sandy candy apple. It's got nothing to do with what's going on. I mean, his whole character has no points. And also, the, I mean, there's like some narration moments about certain things, like uh, about sensitivity, how uh, kids treat each other. Uh, that that narration got so hypocritical. One of the girls is dating uh, a football player at the school. And to him, I mean, he thinks he's being nice to them. Like, he says, like, you know, I never made fun of you for liking witchcraft. I just thought it was weird. But then he gets a lecture while at the same time, that's the same thing as making fun of people for liking things. While at the same time, he's he gets thrown under the bus. It's like, oh, no, the witches. Get them. We got to run for our lives. Like, they, they see the sisters chasing him down the street. And they just basically, like, you know, run into the house and just shut the door. They just leave him to his fate. But he gets away. It, it, it's just crazy. Crazy. All right? We're not linear here. We're wibbly-wobbly with this picture. Feels awkward and impromptu in some aspects, some in right ways, some in wrong ways. But there's just too many characters. Like I mentioned before, Tony Hale's character, no point. No point to him whatsoever film is well under two hours but there's so much packed in here it actually felt longer um but again after it just kind of meh oh but wait so i was uh, doing my research here it looks as though there is another hocus pocus possible in the near future so what's the rating here what i give hocus pocus to i'm kind of on the same level as barbarian over here it, it's like a rental matinee Kind of a movie but 
this is a streaming movie, so I mean, you're going to watch it because it's new. Everybody's talking about it on social media, so I mean, go ahead. You're probably going to rewatch it just because it's the Halloween season, but then come uh, November, December, January, February, March, April, you're, you're not going to watch it until next Halloween. Also deducting points for shameful product placement. You know what you did. That's going to do it for this podcast episode. I'm Tyler Woods. I want to thank you for joining me reviewing Hocus Pocus 2. Subscribe to me on Google Podcasts, Tyler Woods Movie Review. I believe the next review is going to be on uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's final time portraying Laurie Strode in Halloween Ends, which is going to be, well, it's releasing in theaters, but it's also going to be on Peacock TV, so I might do that instead. But if you want to hop on board a episode, don't be a stranger now. Hit me up on my email, tyler.woods at 106khq.com. You can also find me on my social media at T Woodsy Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find me on TikTok, too, at Woodsy Radio. Stay gold, all my ghouls and ghoulies. You are so wrong about that. It's a masterpiece. It's not trash. All right. You don't even know our... Anyway, now fooling around.